well, I suppose it's been a long time since we've done one of these. Uh, in the time that we've been gone, we have a new prime minister. Uh, Dane has a crippling plant addiction. And um, I now have a fish tank. Let's get into where we've been over the last couple of months, shall we? <laughs> you couldn't have worded that any worse. I <laughs> what plant, Josh? <laughs> talking about a specific one. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay, so uh, let's, let's give some context to those statements, shall we? So... Um, I suppose we'll start off with the plant thing to clarify what's going on there. Um, Dane has uh, take, taken me to a few nurseries over the last couple of months and has started this fascination with uh, indoor plants and other things. Dane, why don't you take it away and tell us where, where that came about and how that's going? Well, it's, yeah, it's mostly just buying plants that I think are pretty cool and them dying in my house because <laughs> I don't know what light requirements they need, but... Um, I've been trying to do like uh, some propagation kind of since, um, I don't know. I just don't, I'm too cheap to buy plants because I realise they're actually quite expensive. <laughs> um, so we've got a couple of strawberry plants outside and some kangaroo paw and lavender. It's, it's all just the bits and bobs at the minute. There's nothing, there's no real trend here. I just want some greenery because the house is a bit sad. Um, and and I suppose you're also topping up some of your tanks with them as well. Yeah, so uh, I've I've replaced the fake plants and the pink tongue skink enclosure with real ones. Finally, again, uh, I've also put in a grow light, so hopefully they survive this time. It's just a like a regular T8 one I've gotten off uh, eBay, but yep. it's so far so good. Uh, the plants I have put in there seem to be growing, thriving, fine. They haven't died yet. Uh, and it's been about, what would you say, three weeks? Yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, they, they seem to be doing fine. Um, I, I don't have a massive collection at the minute. I've kind of pulled the reins a bit because my wallet is hurting. But, you know, um, there's not a much not much to it, honestly. <laughs> That's about it. Alrighty. And um, what has much changed with your... Uh, animal world over the last couple of months since we last did one of these, Dane? Um, I don't really think so. Everything's pretty much just gone to bed. Yeah, Seems yeah. Most things have just gone to sleep. Uh, but, uh, the only things awake at the minute are the the juvenile diamond python I have and the holdback alpines. Yep. So far. Alpines being uh, blue tongues. Yep. Everything and... Um, What's what's on the cards for this year? We think, and Dane, what's your what's your hopes and hopes and dreams for what you've got at the moment? Um, if you do follow me on my Facebook slash Instagram, I put up a post uh, not too long ago, giving like kind of like a tally of what I produced of the season. Uh, it just for future reference, if I ever do want to go back and see, because the numbers do get lost. But also, it was quite interesting to actually see how much stuff I did produce, it was quite a surprising number. Um, I feel like it would be mostly a repeat of that. I feel like the shinglebacks will probably skip a season, uh, mm-hmm. just that they seem to, um, from a lot of people I've talked to. They seem to go every second season. Yep. Um, I'm hoping to get diamond python eggs, hopefully. Yep. That's, a, that's a change. Hopefully uh, another clutch of Jackie Dragons. Uh, and... Maybe fingers crossed, uh, the central blue tongue. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll come back to that one in a minute. I've just found that post of yours talking about your rap sheet. So I'm just going to read out your rap sheet. And what I might get you do is um, tell me which one was your like highlight of the lot here. So we've got this. This is Dane's breeding rap sheet for the last season. So you've got seven pink tongues, five eastern water skinks, three jackie dragons, fifteen Vic alpine blotchies, two blue mountains alpine blotchies, nine lowlands blotchies, and two shinglebacks. What was the what was the, the the top of the list? Do you reckon from that last season? Uh, I'd have to say pink tongues. They came first, and it was the biggest surprise because I, I was really ummy and ahhing, like, "Oh, is she pregnant? Is she fat? Is she pregnant? I don't know." And I come home one morning, and I was I'm pretty sure I was supposed to go out with you. Yeah, uh, we were going somewhere that day, and it ended up coming to a halt because, oh shit, there's babies in the tank. <laughs> I just see this little baby sitting on a fake leaf, and I was like, "No." way so the whole tank ended up being dismantled and pulling out uh six babies it the total came to seven eventually when i found one wandering in the room uh three weeks later <laughs> but uh surprisingly survived too for some reason the joys of little skinks eh? yeah after that would be the water skinks um i really liked seeing little babies of them absolute yep. bastards to catch though <laughs> 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 that's the way it is um i suppose for for me what's changed over the last couple of months i think i'm not sure how long it's been since the last like proper episode that we did but um i suppose my collection has drastically changed from at the very least from the last breeding season um so i have moved on all of my northern blue tongues all the morph stuff is gone um and i'm kind of more focusing in on uh, carpet pythons these days um, and anything that's outdoors. So I've moved my king skinks outdoors. Um, I've got the blotchies outdoors and the water dragons outside. Um, I'm looking at probably putting my westerns, SA westerns outside next summer as well, um, and then probably just having snakes indoors um, in the long term. Um, I suppose, and addressing our, our intro as well, I uh, have recently set up, with the help of a few friends, a uh, four-foot uh, fish tank that, I plan to do like a biotope of Central Australia with. Um, at the moment, my general hardness is through the roof because of my own uh, dumb arsery. So we're, we're on hold on that one for the time being. Uh, with a few more water changes, we should be good to go and then I can get that sorted. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, I suppose that's been the main changes for, for me. Um, and then I suppose for the, for the season ahead, uh, I've got th- sort of three main goals, I suppose. Um, I want to go back to back on the Westerns, hopefully. Um, I want to actually crack the Murrays this time and not let my impatient self get ahead of me. Um, and as Dane mentioned, uh, central blue tongues. So I have got a pair at my house and Dane has got a female. Um, we are hoping to try and crack some of those out over the next probably couple of months. They're not f- probably another what month and a bit of cooling and then we'll start warming them up again and getting things going. Um Fingers and toes crossed for that. That's going to be a uh, a challenge, that's for sure. They're going to keep us guessing the whole time. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how that happens and how that progresses as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it is, you know, something new, something a bit different to Northerns, a bit different to Blotches. Uh, if it's anything like the Westerns, we, we're going to crack it. You're, that's you're- it. 
Yeah, that's it. Fin- fingers crossed. We should be should be into a good one. I was very, ha- uh, I suppose, answering my own question that I asked Dane as well about what my highlight was. I think quite clear from anything else was the Westerns. Um, so there was eight baby South Australian Westerns born uh, Christmas Eve last last year. Um, that's probably the highlight for me from that breeding season. Uh, I did have quite a bit of success with my blotchies outdoors as well. Um, amongst other things like the Northerns and all that sort of stuff too. Uh, but I think that the cracking the Westerns in my first attempt was probably the, 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 the peak of the season. And then hopefully if we get any sort of luck, like I, like I did last year, uh, hopefully the essentials follow suit um, from all accounts, largely they're bred the same sort of way, kept the same sort of way. So hopefully that puts us in a good spot, but um, time will tell on that one and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Just wanted to mention with the Westerns too, having such a large litter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I um I did some digging and I think from what I could find, the record was about ten. So, um, I would be interested to see if they do go this year, how many she does pump out because she's a lot bigger this season. She's that that little bit older, like a like a bit of a mum, but I suppose now that she's pumped out one litter, she's she's put on a bit more. She's looking a bit. Bit, um, I suppose a bit bigger and more likely to produce maybe more. I don't know. Um, and the boy has leaned out a bit now as well, which is good. He's on a bit of a diet, so he's leaned out. Um, so hopefully that means a few more maybe next time. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, and then I think after this season, I probably won't go out of my way to try and breed them again for a while. I mean, obviously, as I said, they're going to go outside over the in, in the next summer. So um, if anything happens, you know, breeding-wise, that's up to them, not not controlled by me. Um, and I think that's probably the way to go forward, to be honest, with something like that. Um, if they can be kept outdoors, just let them do their thing and then they can do what they do. Similar with the king skinks. I mean, they're out there. If they breed, they breed. If they don't, they don't. I'm not overly fussed. They're, I'm just happy to have them and have them outdoors in a space that they can really enjoy as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want at the end of the day. That's it. Um, and then I suppose the, the other part of our introduction that we um, did mention, and I suppose one of the things that we have never really addressed on the podcast, uh, although we did uh, initially suggest that we would at some point, um, as I'm sure all of our Australian listeners would have heard, uh, we now have a new prime minister um, and as of today, a new majority government. Um, so the Liberal National Party has been voted out uh, and the Labor Party is now in control. Uh, what that will mean for the future, I don't know. Um, I'm quietly confident that a lot of good things will happen over the next couple of years and hopefully that it will continue to happen in many years after that as well. Uh, but time will tell. That's an exciting change for Australia as well. Um, I suppose the only other thing to address is why may I suppose why we haven't really um, been around for a while doing this? Um, so I will take full responsibility uh, for for why we have been so very distant recently. Um, I have just started my uh, bachelor's degree in wildlife and conservation biology over at Deakin University. Um, so that's taking up a lot of my time. Plus, I'm still working at um, the school that I graduated from, doing animal tech things. Uh, and recently, I've started volunteering at Werribee Zoo as well. So uh, my schedule is very busy at the moment. Um, although in saying that, 
I think both of us are hoping to get this up and going again after some um, lovely words from Dr. Gavin Bedford uh, a couple of weeks ago about the podcast. Um, he's really pushed us to get back into it. Um, we've got a guest list prepped out. Uh, we will start contacting those people over the next couple of months and having some um, new guests and some of the old guests come back and do a, a rehash of their the previous experience and all that sort of thing. Um, so I suppose it's sort of a watch this space and see what happens over the next couple of months. Yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting to do some, uh, be good to get touch base with um, some new uh, people to interview. Mm. Uh, even some people you've interviewed in the past, see where they're at now, what's changed in between the time. That's it. And I think um, the focus of the interviews is going to be on those that are pushing the hobby forward in some way, shape or form, or um, even like the young guys that are coming up and doing all the right things, giving them a, well, I say young guys, we're young guys, but younger than <laughs> us that are doing all of the right things. We want to put those sorts of people up on a pedestal and get their, their moment of uh, spotlight, I suppose, in some way, shape or form. Um, so it should be good fun uh, and yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that sort of thing. I think over the next couple of weeks, we'll probably get on to our first one and then just go from there. Um, I haven't really, we haven't really discussed a schedule or anything like that. I don't think we're going to do anything too specific. Um, episodes will just pop up when they pop up um, and you'll be able to listen to them when they're there. <laughs> Otherwise, I, uh, I think that will just about do us for tonight. Um, I hope everybody has enjoyed uh, and definitely, as I said, keep uh, keep an eye out for what happens over the next couple of months. Uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing more of us on your devices soon. Now, Dane, where can the lovely people find you and follow all of your stuff? So you can find me at Blue Horizon Reptiles on Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. <laughs> and, and then for me, I've just recently uh, rejigged my website to uh, – have, I suppose, an updated list of what I've got and what I'm working with. Um, so that's uh, Josh's Aussie Reptiles, and that's the same name that I go by on just about everything else, uh, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, the whole nine yards. Um, I tr as I said, uh, we try and post as regularly as we can. Obviously, certain for me, certain platforms uh, get left by the wayside or get picked up every six months or so, it seems. <laughs> but uh, that's all right. Um, as I said, hopefully you've enjoyed and we'll chat to you on the next one. See you later.